0: hello and welcome back to Black Girl reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of the center. This is season three part six written by Julie Siege directed by Radium Chung. This episode premiered March 12th of 2020 and I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. It really showed showcased Matt Bomer's performance doing an outstanding job he should have been nominated for all of the awards because he truly was a man going over the edge and we see that both literally and figuratively as the episode continue to unfold let's go ahead and jump into the recap jamie's still going to work like they didn't tell him to go and he's calling leela who he wants to explain everything to she finally thought it was appropriate to talk to harry smoking a cigarette and i can see some reason why she wouldn't jump to conclusions when she starts asking all of these questions but i was more concerned about the fact that your baby is right there and you smoking that cigarette like secondhand ain't a thing i know it's stressful times your husband's a murderer but (laughs) You at least could have put her all the way, you know, not so close to the damn cigarette smoke. She has known him for 15 years. And in that time, the man that he is describing is not capable of such a violent crime, as he's never even lost his temper And that long time of intimacy. Even when his dad was a shitty dad. You know, even when we find out that she had an affair after... She got frustrated with him when he got into depression. Turns out Jamie's mom passed away when he was young. His dad was absent. He blames himself. He has an inherent self-loathing. And it is coupled with depression. Prime real estate for people to become mentally unstable. Two years ago, as I explained, is when she had the affair. When Jamie... Found out about it. He wanted to know what he did. He was never angry. He stayed with her. And this indicates also maybe a low self-esteem. A need to be needed. I'm not sure. Harry goes into work late with his boss chastising him with Harry like, do like I, can. No. I thought he was being hella hella disrespectful right here he has broken all of the rules he shouldn't even be allowed in the office at his desk and all his boss is asking him to do is be here on time come on now he could have sent you home for the day and you didn't even apologize he was just like what what do you want me to say i'm here now vic tries to apologize for doing the right thing but he shuts him out and I was proud that he stuck by his decision to actually follow protocol and has observed that Harry himself is into the deep because it's true. It is a little bit of a trend, but in these times <laughs> in these days, it is rather important that police procedure actually be something that every officer just disregards because they're the... Pro- of the story when that is the case jamie flashback perfect actor for both jamie and young nick is asking about the fact that two people connect authentically and humanly is it that god the electricity that is between them versus this idea that humans are so pathetic they can only talk with god directly or indirectly because he's that all-powerful And I was thinking man did create God and it should be challenged since it's the very flawed men that made it up. And why is God all powerful? That never made sense to me. Why then are we not living in a utopia? Why do we have to earn it? Do children have to earn a parent's love? No, it's given. So why do we need to suffer and struggle and it's better and not very heart-sickening and this idea that we can't control it and it's all his plan if there was a god he seems to be an asshole is all i'm all i'm trying to say nick makes this exact comparison and jamie has someone who understands presently he goes to sonia's who's there with harry obsessing over jamie as much as uh he is until things get a bit physical he then watches them snuggle up and watch tv and have a date together because they're just dating now back at college in the flashback left alone for christmas and abandoned by his father nick decides to stay with his new disciple and influenced his burgeoning cynic molding into the misconstrued or molding him with the misconstrued side of nietzsche's work seriously why do everyone always pick the evil side of ubermensch like oh yeah let me interpret this you interpret it the way you wanted to interpret it to try to (laughs) find some philosophical way to justify the fact that you're an evil son of a bitch or you're depressed and obsessed with death to the point that you've become um disassociated This bitch and her obsession with Jamie as he breaks in is so weird. She's like, should I call on the security system as he takes down his hood and tells me, I'm coming. No, she decides to pull a shotgun on him and he discovers her own stalker mental issues as she really wanted to see him like see him see him he calls her out on her loss of control over her own actions which fascinate her with the disturbed cause she herself is disturbing taking photos of a murderer answering his questions and admitting she won't tell harry because this her dirty little secret then she says can you take off your clothes hey bro what oh my god did harry not do a background check or is he just fundamentally in the fucked up chicks because i keep forgetting nora and then in the first season he was being beaten strangled by a woman so no maybe this is just his type maybe i need to i don't know why it took me so long to put it together I was so repulsed by her actions, but I was absolutely loving it for me. The next day, he decides to meet with Lee, or she decides to meet with him, and he admits that he's always felt that things are wrong and nobody cares, and yes, I killed that man because he turned on me and he says he needs her. (laughs) She is confused at his confession, and while she knows she can't part, of her she knows that part of her really cares for him there's another part of her that's like who the fuck are you sir harry and sonia are still obsessing over their favorite topic jamie with harry trying to find what his trigger is pointing to a beat down he got when he was a kid did you see the picture with him and another boy they were they had their arms around each other I don't recall him saying he had a brother. Sonya suggests it could be a life of little cuts instead of a trigger until eventually the dam bursts. She surmises he just wants to be seen. Men crave intimacy as much as anything, or as much as anyone. But if they're vulnerable in this day and age, in this culture, they're not men this was absolutely factual i love this statement from her it's the most sane thing she's ever said (laughs) she says cultural expectation that is innately traumatizing and that's very very true it's why so many men react in such a angry manner because they're not expected to be vulnerable They're not expected to expose their wounds and want to talk about them and address them. They're meant to be strong and tough and better than that. So, yeah, I definitely see how that translates and has been translated through the years. She got a fetish for wounded little boys, though. Against his boss boss wishes, he decides he's administrating the exam because he's done it for all these years and he's going to continue to do so and we are talking about jamie (laughs) when she pulls him aside he asks how (laughs) he asks her how or why should i listen to you you're not my supervisor just before she was about to call security guards to drag him out because she tired of him talking to her like that and i don't even blame her I'm like, you ain't got no tenor, tenure at this high school. is high school is not college where you can do whatever the fuck you want. And you can't get fired. The girl, I forgot her name, has a seizure having taken too much Adderall. Why wasn't the parents informed of the fact? Well, I guess because of their friendship. But the, that, to me, I think that's where you draw the line. I think that's where you need to involve the parents. Because clearly look what happened and they may have intervened or may have been more understanding and open to dialogue so that they knew that their child was doing something that could cause the harm in which it did and maybe they would not have reacted in a positive manner but unfortunately it is your responsibility to tell them Flashback, Nick urges Jamie into the game that he showed us earlier with the paper. I don't know what to call that still. Where they jump from a height into water below on fate and the trust in the niche. (laughs) Or niche. You said niche or niche? I can't remember. Only one jumps per the game. Or they're they're both supposed to jump, but only one does because Jamie is frightened. Presently, he waits at the teenage girl's bedside and apologizes for not being there for her and that they have to be there for each other before being asked to leave by mom, which he acquiesces. It's kind of (laughs) creepy. I get what he's saying. Like, we need to be more... Like, he really is being vulnerable. It's just a teenage girl, and it's never a good look. (laughs) It just isn't. The world is what it is and you know i wouldn't feel too comfortable with a teacher having their hands all over my child like that by their bedside even though i've asked you politely to stay away i understand you two have a good friendship or bond and that's great but (laughs) maybe that is unduly influencing her which it absolutely is But but at the same time, I understand that it is coming from a place of, no, we should be able to be open and honest and be there for each other when we're struggling. And I was struggling with that and my own stuff and I wasn't there for you. I think he was very honest in that. Harry's daughter, Mel, I believe it is Mel, tells him that Eli won't be visiting for a while. Because he was not scared by his actions, he rather enjoyed them. And thus, Mom doesn't think that Grandpa is a good impression and cancels Thanksgiving. He then calls Jamie to apologize and wants to meet up. Jamie hears the voicemail apology just as he decides he will enter a social event after admitting to his wife that he murdered someone. Like, give her some time to process Girl, how you even at the social event? And then I realized, oh, she need the money. She's a single mother. I got you. Jamie comes in and begins causing a scene outbidding on her basket, thinking that she was underbid. She knows there's too much gossip right now in a town. She needs to sell her goods. Those people were trying to invest in her. He gets even more angry when the husbands intervene and tells the one who's always in his face to fuck off causing soto to get him to leave telling him to forget the crowd staring at him like a leper furthering his feelings of isolation he tells him to go home which to be fair is the worst thing to say and the wrong thing at this time Because he's lost his home, and that includes his loving wife and his child due to everything that has occurred in the last week or so. So he loses it and starts screaming. Ah! The way in which Vic very slowly walked up like after he heard that scream (laughs) and looked in and saw him beating that chair. (laughs) His face had me dying his name is bruh flashback once again nick tells jamie don't beat yourself up jamie hates that he's just like his dad but nick tells him he signed the contract of life from the moment he was born that entails fear and uncertainty loss of everything that you love and then death so living is embracing the things they fear and apparently killing is the cherry on top nick is that your philosophy that night they go again after he tells them let's go and confess each other's love (laughs) before jamie jumps that's pretty much how i interpreted that whole entire scene at the station soto is telling harry about his encounter with jamie and that he actually understands what jamie is going through he has no faith or he might he might have actually figured out the trigger he admits after two tours he came home at the edge and that is not a place you want to be alone. Which is what Jamie feels. So Harry is only too happy to get to call that he wants him to come and have a chat. He couldn't just call Harry. Why did he need to tell the officer to tell <laughs> Soto to tell Harry? <laughs> I just text the motherfucker. But yeah, I like this scene too, a lot. Cause I, I thought that was a really great insight from someone who would understand a particular type of trauma and struggle and depression. And it feels as if Jamie in this constant uh, misunderstanding of the world and, and feeling that it's wrong You know, we call it whatever you want. Um, I want to call it depression. But it only got exasperated by this friendship that he felt very strongly because he thought that, or well, he did. He, He found someone that truly did see him. However, he was going down a path that he was not, he was conflicted about. Because a part of him, you know, wanted to hold on to the possibility to hope. I believe and that's what has or what he has built for all of these years he thought if I go after it if I get the picket fence if I have the child if I do all of these things maybe that feeling will come and then it never did and that's why he called Nick because he's back at that place and he's ready to jump off the ledge except uh, he wasn't expecting Nick to push so very quickly harry tells him to give him till morning before he comes looking because he was going to track his phone all night because he says he's dangerous as uh both do and at least harry does agree with it harry says he needs a confession as they got nothing on him despite having a cop on him i would think they would uh find something to betray him like why are you out here digging this grave if harry betrays this understanding that they have he gonna snap completely and i mean with jamie but maybe jamie betrayed him (laughs) speaking of he tells harry it's been so hard because he's fighting what's happening to him run bitch run Instead of embracing it, as Nick knows, fear is only part of it. The fact that Nick is still, quote-unquote, with him, and he is (laughs) still connected to him, even more so through death, to the point that he is reciting things he used to say to him, it's crazy. He connects with Harry because he knows deep down he wants to solve him to step into the abyss himself meanwhile while changing garbage into another garbage bag instead of putting a bag in the basket because well, that's white lee discovers incriminating evidence against her husband and she ponders it putting it in a baggie for police to <laughs> take a blood sample of that will connect him to the murder And have that evidence they're so lacking. It's too bad that Harry couldn't be patient. And allow things to unravel instead of stepping into that void. They both drive out to a grave. (laughs) And that's not scary at all. But Jamie explaining that this wasn't about killing. But what he and Jamie used to do. So that they are closest to what's the void what they consider as the void so they can ascend their fear and he wants harry to play this trust game how about new you crazy dutch bastard he even told him the only person i want to talk to is the person that wants to lock me up he's like i know your intentions he convinces him harry by giving a written confession to his crimes on paper And I still contest that one is not really manslaughter. I mean, it is, but it isn't. He stopped someone from trying to go kill someone else. And then it just became assisted suicide. He convinces him, as stated with this confession, stating that if they dig up your corpse, they will know his crimes. Except can't he just dig up the corpse and just steal a confession back after you're dead, confirming? Harry does indeed want to touch the abyss. Just as he is covered in plank and dirt and give it a tube for air, you can hear the regret in his breathing before Jamie takes away his life support. This... This this is not okay. So I'm thinking... Two things could happen. One, he actually does dig him up. And he was taking it out because he didn't realize how long he was in there. And it's time to dig him up. He was in there for hours. B, Soto is actually still tracking his phone and is nearby and is going to arrest him. But there's two, there's still two episodes to go. I mean, I guess that could still happen because he can easily explain it away like I, I told him. But then they got him for all the crimes. Because that's the only way he's gonna get his confession burned. So more comply, uh, more on the latter side. Or, sonia shows up out of the blue with her shotgun these are my predictions <laughs> if you want to send feedback for the next episode blacker at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic